Welcome to the Steve and Caleb Show. My name is Caleb. And my name is Steve. Here we like to talk about politics and current events from a perspective of liberty. Oftentimes our opinions make both Republicans and Democrats uncomfortable. Let's dive in. Hey everybody. What's up, Caleb? That was a nice Long picture last night. You like my picture? Yeah. Me and myself here with my deer, my little baby Bambi deer. So like when you first sent it to me, I like... Uh, I thought it was just like a normal selfie, like yeah. oh, that's funny. And then like I like looked down, yeah. and there was no body. <laughs> There's no body. Yeah, <laughs> just the decapitated head. Yeah, I uh, I know how to feed myself. Turns out, yeah, you can tell from the double chin. I know how to feed myself in the picture. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just thought that was uh, you, I sent it to you, and you're like, dude, you gotta put that on the page. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It's funny. You know? I yeah, I, I uh, finally got my. De- well, it was actually supposed to be my boy's deer. Mm. Uh, I was with my seven year old, and. Uh, he he actually aimed up on that deer and he was using a different gun. Mm-hmm. So kind of, you know, your, your combat background would say, "Don't go into combat." There was a weapon you've never test fired. Well, we did. And uh, wait, like he, he he never shot this gun before. Yeah, it's a muzzle. Oh, okay, I see. yeah, because oh, okay. he was he okay. was he had been hunting with a shotgun and uh-huh. he missed one before. And this is a seven year old, mind you, so right. don't be too critical. Um, but he missed the deer last weekend, and then today or this Saturday morning, we went out with him. And he, he's aiming at it. He's looking through the scope. He knows where to aim. And he's like, dad, the gun's not working. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's not working. So I check it. It's non-safe. It's, everything's right. I'm like, buddy, if you don't figure this gun out, like I'm going to have to shoot this deer. Now I'm like trying to help him troubleshoot it, but I'm also aiming at this deer too, because uh-huh. we had kind of a, there, we weren't the only people hunting in this area. And so there was a limit of how far to this direction, you know, that direction I wanted to aim you know, kind of limit of fires thing. Like if you go to a range or whatever, well, the deer was very quickly approaching it, and he couldn't shoot it. So finally I just popped it, dropped it where it was mm-hmm. quick, humane kill. Just like we like it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think it was almost better that I shot it. Not because I got the deer. I don't care about that. It's yeah. a five pointer. Like I don't, I'm not a trophy hunter. I just, for food. You're also but, a secure adult. Well, yeah, that too, obviously. <laughs> don't uh, but he was really upset about it. And it, it was, I felt terrible because I knew, like, I knew how upset he was. Excuse me about not, you know, something went wrong. All it turned out was the the gun had a heavier trigger than he was used to, mm-hmm. and he thought it was broke. I so see. he just didn't pull hard enough. That's literally all it was. He just didn't squeeze hard enough on the trigger. So anyway, he's fun day. Yeah, he's he's sitting out in the in the the blind we're sitting in, and he just I noticed he kind of put his hood up and he got real quiet because he he's real bad about like moving around and everything mm-hmm. like. I kind of like looked at him and I kind of grabbed his shoulder and turned him towards me. And he, I can see he's got a big old crocodile tear rolling down his cheek, you know? And I'm like, what's wrong, buddy? And he says, I wanted to get a deer. And I said, I know you did, but you know, it happens. And I kind of had, it gave me an opportunity to like explain to him that sometimes in life, these things happen. It's, you know, especially mm-hmm. hunting, you're like, it's not a guaranteed thing. And I told, you know, I kind of, it, it was cool because I was able to like have like a real father son moment with him. And one of the things I told him was, hey, look, man, when you get your chance again, you know, we figured out the trigger thing. When you get your chance to shoot a deer and you see that thing laying dead on the ground, I said, you will forget all about how sad you are right now. I said, it's okay to be sad about it. It's okay to be upset about it. So I can't, I've, I've been out in these woods for four straight days and hadn't seen a thing. This is the first deer I've seen in four days and, I, and it's dead now. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, yeah. It's cool. I said, well, you'll, you'll totally forget about it. And I meant for like him to get a deer. Well, a little bit later, uh, we got out and he, uh, some of my, my in-laws were there with me and, uh, we were going to you know, check the thing out, make sure it was dead and see what's, you know, kind of discuss the, the next move. 
And uh, he gets out and he sees this thing laying on the ground and he runs up to it. He's like poking it and feeling it and looking at it. And he's like, oh, what's this? This is cool. <laughs> Did you see that video? It, it was posted um, a week or two ago and it's gone kind of viral. Mm-hmm. Where this, I, I believe the deer was shot and it was on the ground and the woman didn't wait. She yeah, just like went right up to it yeah. as soon as it like dropped. And she went up to it and as soon as it got close, the deer just popped up and like drop kicked her. No, I haven't and seen she that. like flew on the ground. Oh yeah, that's she <laughs> definitely didn't have somebody experienced with her because I think I, I, I yeah. believe in Indiana it, it, I don't know if it's a law, but it's I know at the Hunter's Edge class I went to with my boys, mm-hmm. they said you need to wait like twenty minutes before That's a long time, you, but yeah. I saw it laying down on the ground. But right. you wanna absolutely make sure it's yeah, dead it'll because kill you. it can be very dangerous. You know they're they're not like grizzly bears, but they can still them hooves are pretty pointy, yeah. and the antlers too. Even not on mine. They're skulls. Mine, I mean, mine probably wouldn't have killed me. I don't know. He's pretty small, yeah. but I could probably could have choked him out. This kid, but uh, you know, he he get up, we get up, and he's looking at the deer. And we decide, okay, well, we're gonna let this deer lay here, and we're gonna go back in the stand and see if anything else. Because sometimes other bucks will come, like, hey, what's that smell? That's that's somebody else. We'll come investigate it. Hmm. Uh, and so we went back in the stand, we let it lay, and we get back in our blind, and he goes, Dad. You were right. So what are you talking about? He goes, when I saw your deer laying out there, I totally forgot about how sad I was. <laughs> he, he just like, it's not what I meant, but it was like, okay, that's cool that he's like taking it like that. You know, it was, it was a cool moment where I was able to like teach my son about a real life, a life lesson. That's awesome. Know? And the, the other thing he said too, that was funny is uh, my brother-in-law was coming down the path and he saw him and he's like, oh, here, here comes my uncle. I'm like, okay. And he goes, I better wipe my eyes off. I can't let him know I was crying. Oh. <laughs> I was like, he's got, he's always been like my tough guy. That's awesome. He, he's always like, when something bad happens, you can see him like, he kind of like bites his lip and he gets like his face roll. You know, when something bad happens, that's yeah. what we, yeah. me as, we as men typically do. We kind of, okay, I got to suck it up right now so I can get through this next mm-hmm. thing I got to do. But uh, I, I, I kind of wanted that to segue into like, you know, just looking at like American life right now and how much you, you how much of the dichotomy there is between you know i guess people like you and i who have the ability to fend for ourselves yeah and then those who think that everything should be provided for them by their government both sides I, and this is what we always say I, I don't believe both sides have like a malicious intent behind their beliefs i think they right. just each think theirs is better right but i i think I, I really pride myself in the having the ability to go out, kill food, teach my kids how to kill their own food. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we don't take it to a place. A lot of guys take their deer to get like processed, you know, pay a right. hundred bucks for some guy to do it. We, we just took it to my brother-in-law's garage and we had it butchered and wrapped up packaged in the freezer in like a couple hours. And I mean, to me that, you know, I, I was sitting there with my father-in-law and uh, my father-in-law, I've actually been thinking about this a lot with him. He has taught me so many things, like how to, when I say change a tire, I don't mean like, you know, a, put a spare on. I mean, we actually take the rubber put, off put the, the tire on the wheel and replace it. And, you know, things like that, a lot of mechanic things. Uh, you know, I'm a mechanic by trade, as I've mentioned before. And I don't know that I would have had enough confidence to pick that, uh, that, that job choice had he not taught me very hmm. early on before I was even married. That's awesome. Like I wasn't even dating his daughter yet. And he was, I hung out, I was actually friends with my wife's brother, his, her younger brother before yeah. I was with her. And he, you know, he was a type of man that whoever was around him, he would, 
take the opportunity to show them things. You know, if I was with him one time and we got a flat tire and he goes, Hey Steve, you know how to change a tire? And I, I was like 16, 15. I didn't have my license yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, I have no idea. He goes, well, come on, I'll show you. Like just that, That's cool. that initiative to say, I'm going to show this young man how to do a, how to, how to do a thing. How to a survive. Life skill. Exactly. And, and you know, uh, I was, I did talk, we just did tires on my truck the other day and I was at Walmart buying the tires and they're like, well, you must put them on. And I said, well, how long's the wait? And like, oh, it's an hour and a half. And I said, eh, I can do it myself. And then it hit me. The fact that I have that option yeah, because of my father awesome. is awesome. And I think that's what, I think that's a big thing that makes us as Americans, uh, the Americans. Can I, you know? can I point something out about, yeah, absolutely. about what, about, about, and, and I hate to put a spotlight on these people but one of the things that i have noticed with the group of individuals that like you said want the government to provide the Mm -hmm. basic necessities of life to people um regardless of uh anything these these people these individuals will more than likely have nothing to provide for society now like let me let me explain what I mean, because a lot of these people do an excellent job in whatever they do. Like mm-hmm. I, you and I know plenty of progressives that are good people. They have good job. Like, like t- typically they are government workers, teachers, um, healthcare workers. Like they don't create some products. Kind of, some d- kind of liberal arts. Yeah, and I say liberal arts like that. You know, I think a lot of conservatives will hear liberal arts and, and they think, think of like lesbian dance theory. That's right. what we're talking about. No, no, we're no, talking no. about like journalists. Yeah, journalists. Or, they don't provide products. They don't right. provide. Um, well, it's a product, but not like a necessary for right, life product. Right, right, It's more of a, it's really a luxury. Right. Because of they aren't farmers or mm-hmm. uh, manufacturers. Right. You know what I mean? Um, typically, the work that they do is provided through the deeds of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Right. So school teachers, for example, majority of school teachers are progressive. And I understand why, because the Democrats fight for their paychecks. Sure. Absolutely. For more. Yeah. For more pay. For, yeah. For yeah. More, 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 more pay, more benefits. Um. So, I mean, if I was a teacher, I can understand why you might lean left, but you can't be paid as a teacher at all if it wasn't for the factory worker paying right. his taxes that lives next door that sends his kid to that school. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, there's like this, I, I'm, I don't like the, I don't think this, the phrase working class applies to this. Cause I would, I would still think like teachers cause they're kind of middle, upper middle, depending on, I know some places are better, some are worse. You know, uh, I teachers complain about pay a lot, but most of the teachers I know are actually doing okay financially. But I don't know if it's because like most of the ones I know are married, and that yeah, and that, that and seems I, to be why. And I think you know, be, being a teacher, you're obviously highly educated. Uh, at least yeah, the ones it's, I know it's a four-year are. degree. So like I mean, you, you know, you're, you being highly educated, statistically, you're going to be married to somebody who's educated. So you're right. You have a very good statistical chance of being. Not not wealthy, but doing okay. Right. Now, that's not to say, obviously, if there's like a teacher listening, like, well, I make this much. I, I get it. Pe- yeah, you know, there are some single there's, teachers there's, out there that make like thirty grand a year. Yeah, and it's like nothing. Like, and they have to pay like six hundred bucks a month for insurance. Right. It's it's there's yeah, obviously it horrible examples. Yeah. But uh, you know, I I think a lot of it comes down to college education, as far as because like there's no such thing as a non-college educated teacher right. um, that we know of. I, I think it's. Well, maybe like some did old you guy. Hear, did you uh, watch the Jeffrey Epstein do- documentary on Netflix? Yeah. Yes. And it was like talking about how like he his like adult life started pretty much, and he he didn't like have a degree or he had a degree but only had like a year. It, it, it was something super insignificant, right? As opposed to like a bachelor's degree that he needed to be a teacher, but he somehow lied and oh like yeah, yeah, I forgot about the, that. 
um, administration, the uh, school yeah. administration, to hire him as a teacher, even though he had like he had no business being a right. teacher. That's probably a poor. That was incredible. It's probably a poor example. It's, it's impressive. It's, poor, it's his, impressive. Uh, is what his I'm ability saying. to be a con artist. Right. That's, a, that's kind of what he became. Well, I saw a stat. Was it last week? Because you know the whole thing is. Um, college should be paid for and Joe Biden should use his executive powers when he goes in office <laughs> yeah. to clear student debt. Right. I saw you, a stat. You want, you want to get Biden one term? That's how you do it. Right. I saw because, a stat, though, that most people who get college degrees, it was it, it was like 80% don't receive a job that is tied into their college degree whatsoever. Right. Yeah. I, very, I have... It's very few. I, uh, I've talked to my boys about this, you know, because typical dinner table conversation... Mm-hmm. Of hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Sure, you yeah. know, and they have some ideas. A lot of them are thinking like the military. Yeah, uh, I wanted to be a Jedi when I grew up. A Jedi. That was my thing <laughs> as a kid. Yeah, that's. I actually, uh, I went through two phases. I mean, when I was like a little kid, it was like policeman, firefighter, superhero, yeah. like everyone, you know, every little boy. Well, every little boy I know. But then get uh, down, thug. Yeah, bah, bah, bah. get down, thug. I'm gonna put your fire out. Yeah, but. Uh, as I grew up, I wanted to be a paleontologist, not a Ooh. dinosaur guy. I knew the word paleontologist at like five years old. Okay. And like I could tell you all the scientific names for all the dinosaurs. That's my cool. mom was like, you were way too into it. Because Jurassic Park came out. And that's what changed my Dude, mind. Dude, Jurassic Park was huge. Yes. When I was I was like five when it came out. That's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, I actually remember uh, my grandpa got it on VHS. <laughs> and Dude, that's awesome. He, we will, I watched it in his bedroom because he didn't want my grandma to know he was letting me watch Jurassic Park because it was so violent. <laughs> Dude, because even for nowadays, the C, the, the CGI or whatever they use... Well, it was like animatronic for some of it. Looked it was so pretty good. real. Yeah, it, it, it aged it holds very up. well. Very it holds well. up. And uh, so smash cut, fast forward. Now I have my own kids and his yeah. great grandkids. Yeah. And I remember clear as down, I'll never forget as long as I live. My three boys are in the living room with him. They're like talking to him, asking him questions, you know. Uh-huh. And he goes, hey, boys... You want to watch sharks eat people? And he put Jaws on. And they're like, yeah, they're all about it. <laughs> it's like, That's he's awesome. like, still got it, Grandpa. But, you know, like going back to, sorry that for that tangent, it's a funny memory but for me. But he, going to like the student loan thing and like income, blah, 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 blah. I've really been thinking about how in, in the current like climate with like the health departments and the COVID stuff and all that thing, there's, there's, I hate using two sides, mm-hmm. but you can kind of, in this particular case, break it into two sides. There's like the the side that says, they do like the clap emojis on their Facebook side. Just wear the mask. You know what I'm talking about? Right. And then you have the other side that typically more my people, more redneck folks, they're like, I wear no stupid mask. Right. The re- I, and, and I think what it's become is both sides think the other sides are idiots because yes. the conservative side is like all these liberals and their college educations and I I never get sick. I don't wash my hands, you know. Uh, I hope you wash your hands. Huh? Who, who, like whoever says that, I hope they wash their hands. I, uh, well, I, I'm, I, I'm speaking from like having a trade like job where yeah. I eat, frequently eat my lunch okay, with like black yeah. hands. Yeah, like yeah, it's okay. just part of the job. Like there's only so much scrubbing you can mm. do, you know. And my boss is actually really good about like using the sanitizer mm. and stuff. He's like pushing all the time and we don't really do it. But okay. uh, <laughs> I like, I'll wash my hands with soap before I eat, but there's still like dirt. Like you just can't get it all off. Uh, but those are the kind of guys, I keep kicking this table. Those are the kind of guys that look at the, the people doing the, the hand clap Facebook status yeah. is about wearing a mask. And they're like, that's stupid. Not to mention there's obviously what we discussed. There's so many inconsistencies with what's being recommended. Then you have the other side. You have the clap hand emoji where the mask people and they're looking at 
you know, my my people, that's what I'm going to call them. Okay, yeah, uh, that's fair. Not to say that I, I agree 100% with one side or the other, but more people that I would hang out with, let's put it that way. And they're like, these are just dumb, uneducated rednecks. I think they're invincible. I hope they get COVID and die. Yeah. You know, that's essentially what the message is. Well, whenever somebody posts a, you know, like a, like a news network mm-hmm. has an article and they're like, this Republican politician now has covid you will right. see majority of, of laugh reactions yeah. on yeah. the facebook post or whatever it is and people are like celebrating and yep. they're like happy and because it's it, 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 it it's confirming what they're thinking right. already which is see those dumb conservatives don't know how to take care of themselves if we just listen right. to joe biden everything will be okay yeah that's and it's conf- it's it's confirmation bias is what it is yeah. they're yeah. seeing something that like there's just as many people who are leftists or democrats or whatever side or libertarians that are getting covid it's it's not like right, right, right. covid has like a preference you know it's not like it looks at your voting record before you, it decides to get in your nose and it's like hey if it had a preference i, wish I see it was, in 2016 this guy voted for trump let's move in oh, fellas. right you know it's not how it works it's, if there was a preference i would hope it's the uh blue haired screaming at the top of my lungs Oh, uh, the uh, annoying President Donald Trump will be their president. No, my favorite video of all time. By the way, it still my new up. favorite videos are seeing the Republicans do that. <laughs> oh, did you see? Yeah, 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 did you see that old guy? I mean, that doesn't really narrow it down, but yeah. there's this old guy. And he was like yelling at this crowd, and it was just That's like uh, they're having the same kind of meltdowns. Pretty much. I yeah. mean, me and you watching from the middle is very. I'm sure it's very entertaining for you. I know it is for me. I mean, so I will say the meltdowns I, are not. I know what you mean, yet. but I'm. I'm I know what you mean, but for the sake of the listeners, it's it's not that we're in the middle. It's just that like we we don't concern ourselves that yeah he lost yeah I don't care yeah, yeah. I, I and and all the all the dramatics behind the you know investigating the voter fraud and this I was like I, it's not going to change anything no it I do it I do seems I like will, a bunch I of smoke and mirrors yeah I appreciate that they're like making the effort to like yeah verify. because sure, er, everybody fine. should want that yeah okay but I. Y'all need to just admit that Trump lost the election at this point. Not call much all of our Trump voter listeners. Like, don't get it. Don't get me wrong. Between Biden right. and Trump, we don't like Biden. I think we both made that very clear. But so a conservative, I, I have a, it is what it is. I have point. a question for you. So a, a conservative friend of mine mm-hmm. and a friend of my wife as well. She is going to be a school teacher. Okay. Okay. And she is going. To, she has like a. She's getting a four year degree. Um, and this was like a year ago. And she, because, you know, I said something on Facebook about college mm-hmm. back then, you know, how it shouldn't be government funded. And uh, their um, solution was that people like um, healthcare workers and teachers should have free college versus people who go for something stupid like political science mm-hmm. or like liberal. Uh, the raw arts. So the, yeah. the argument is like, hey, you have a practical skill. We should right. For that. And um, I still disagree mm-hmm. um, because... The 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 main reason majority of rational people don't like the whole college being paid for by the government mm-hmm. is because of the statistic I mentioned a little bit ago. Right, like most people don't. Yeah, um, you know, I think I think if that statistic was reversed, I think a lot more people would be willing to like be right. exorbitantly expensive. It'd be a terrible idea. Yes, people would accept it. If if you said that, hey, we're gonna pay for if you're gonna go to a trade job, the government's gonna pay for one hundred percent of it. I think. A lot more conservatives would be more on board with that, uh-huh. or like some kind of—I say trade, but some kind of skill, like a practical. So let's skill. use a trade for an example, like yeah. an electrician, right? Mm-hmm. So an electrician, you go through like what five years of uh, an apprenticeship. Sure, so it's something, uh, it's like, something that. like that. Yeah. I'm not one, so I don't know, yeah, I don't but know. but it's like four or five years. Sure. 
maybe six. I don't know. And it's essentially um, schooling, but it's also a job. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're making On money. The they are paying you to do this job yeah. while you're learning, yep. essentially, um, because it is a for-profit service, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of these companies that don't do that, they don't have like reimbursements, mm-hmm. is typically like a government subsidized job, right? Or a government job mm-hmm. in general, right? So like where, 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 where I work, I'm not going to say my employer name, but they will send you to school for anything that you want. Hmm. You can go to school and go to be a nurse, right? And they will pay for it. Hmm. Um, the reason they do that is because they, they pay so well and have such good benefits that people, even if you go be a nurse, you'll come back. Or you oh, go, really? you'll stay there because you're going to make more money and have better benefits anyways. Huh. But but you're still more educated. Therefore, they will send you for sure, whatever. Which, that's that's the net benefit for which, them. If you if you look into it, places like McDonald's do some similar similar yeah. things. They yeah. will send you a uh, a check to reimburse you for your schooling mm-hmm. as long as you work there. And these are all for profit businesses, right? Is 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 my point? Mm-hmm. But then you look at all these other places like a school. I don't think schools reimburse teachers for their four-year degrees, right? No, yeah. And it's because it's 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 not a for-profit right industry, yeah. at least not that I know of. I it'd be it would make me upset if, if school, yeah. if public school was a for-profit. Yeah. They're definitely not making money because Bec- my kids bring home freaking fundraisers every ten seconds, right? And so and I'm like, my fundraiser is in that little bracket under my paycheck that says mm-hmm. local tax. That's my right. fundraiser for you guys. Figure it out, right? And so like my compassionate side of me you know the like emotional side of me is like well since they are not a for-profit mm-hmm. side of the world there is no opportunity for there to be right reimbursement yep. right so like let's say mcdonald's does want to do a, a certificate or a bachelor's degree or associate's degree reimbursement they can essentially make more money to yeah. pay you know but a school can't do that and so right. it i'm not saying i agree because i don't but it, it does bring up, you know, like I said, it's like the compassionate, emotional side. You're like, well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's. It, it's kind of a tough one. That's why it's important to have the conservatives and the more liberals types within society because they they balance each other out. It really is important they, because yeah. there's a part of me, like I just mentioned, like looks at my tax check and says, I'm already paying you guys to do this job. Like figure right. it out. Right. But there's also part of me that's like, well, I have teacher friends that are like, I have to buy my kids school supplies. That's why when I get the school list right. every year, I got to spend three hundred dollars for eighteen boxes of pencils mm-hmm. because some other guy doesn't want to. He's a deadbeat dad and doesn't take care of his kids. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm subsidizing his kids. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a part of me too, me personally, where if the teacher came to me and said, "Hey, Mr. Robinson, I have a student who you know his his parents can't provide. Would you be willing?" That would be a whole different yes. situation. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're never going to do that because then they'll, they'll be, I want to embarrass the kids. It's like, okay, I, I get that too. Right, I do but too. It can, there's a way it can be done. I will say I had a teacher in high school because I was one of the poor kids uh, going through high school. Okay. We actually were going to go on a trip to Gettysburg. and Wow, that's a cool trip. Uh, you know, we they had like a fundraiser to mm-hmm. help raise money to for like my tab, I guess, to go. And food and everything right. was provided. And then... I did all everything I could trying to raise money for it, and then I was I ended up coming up like two hundred dollars short. Man, that sucks. And well, uh, how old were you? I was seventeen, I think. Wow, I think it was my junior year. And my teacher, now to be fair, also this teacher was the mom of one of my friends. So okay, like, I, yeah, you know, I knew it wasn't just a teacher; she was more like you know mom's friend type thing too. Um, also, one of my favorite yeah. teachers I had my entire life. 
Uh, she, mm-hmm. she had a profound effect on me, not just because of this, but so like, you know, the, the, the date came and went for the do for the money being due. And I said, well, I guess if someone else is short, you can just give them that money. I was like, I don't have enough. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay. And then the next day I come in and my name's on the list to go. And I'm wow. like, oh, I was like, I thought I wasn't, I wasn't gonna be able to go. And she's like, we took care of it. Wow. So I don't know what she did. I don't yeah. know if she paid for it or like hurt a couple of teachers or whatever. And but, it sucks because they, they don't make that much money. Right. Especially where I went to school. It's yeah. a small school. So like this is where the more liberal in, the, in our definition of liberal, not like the Trump supporter version of liberal. Right, right, right. They, right. when they look at situations like that, and they're like, see, the government should, like, I don't think it should be the government. It should be private. They're more privately funded. That's a whole other discussion. Right. But it is. They, those types of people are necessary. So a student like me can yeah. have a life-changing, yeah. it was a life-changing trip for me because I was never able to go on those school trips when I was growing up. I just wasn't. Yeah. Know, money. And I was able to go and I learned so much from it to where I took my kids to Gettysburg as an adult, cool. my three boys. And uh, anyone who knows anything about the battle, Little Round Top is like one of the main pivotal points of that battlefield. Did you have any like and ghost-like experiences? No, we went during the day. Oh. Uh, when I went to high school though, we did go out at night. And, we, and uh, the only light we saw was the park ranger's flashlight asking why we were out there in the middle of the night. But uh, we, actually yeah. had, we actually had a teacher with us too. He you got, hear all these stories. He got in huge trouble. <laughs> I forgot what that teacher said that. But... I took them from the back of the hill because it's like all wooded on the back end. Mm-hmm. And I had them close their eyes and I'm holding all their hands. And I've explained to them like what happened at this this place. And I get them to the edge of the of the hill. And it's like, it's real steep going down. And uh-huh. dudes in like, you know, muskets in a line went up that hill like repeatedly and kept getting pushed back. Man. And I had them open their eyes at the top of the hill and they just saw the whole battlefield spread out in front of them. And to, to each one of them individually, they all go, Whoa. And I've been telling them about like what was going on and what happened. And like, you know, as young as they were, I don't, I don't know that they fully grasp it, but I think my, I think a couple of them were like, like, they're like, so soldiers came up this hill. I'm like, while getting shot at. Yeah. They had to stand up, getting shot at, cannons, all this stuff. It's all bad. Such a, it's a very somber thing to experience. Yep. Now, another problem with, Government subsidized. Well, it's already kind of government subsidized, anyways. But the, what, the education the schools, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but the another problem with government funded uh, college degrees mm-hmm. is it essentially cheapens a college degree, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, for example, if if you let's say we signed an executive order because we, we we were the president, and we're like, all right, mm-hmm. college is free. Government's going to pay for all of it, no matter what. Um, obviously, jobs, you know, em- employers and careers would um, require a degree for just about everything, mm-hmm. right? Just like kinda, they do a high kinda, school. Kind of like degree. they do now. Right, because because <laughs> everybody has the access to, to high school. Right. And so it, it's required and, um, yeah, I mean, cause there's, because there's no excuse, right? Mm-hmm. It is it is um, free to the student to go right. to school. Yep. So, um, yeah, and I think people who do have college degrees should um, consider that, before they advocate for free college. Right. Not because of the, because I've been seeing a lot of people go, well, I paid my student loan, so everybody else should. Because I think that is a weak argument. Even though I, I agree with them, yeah. I do think it's a weak argument. Just because just because you went through a bad experience doesn't mean you should make everybody else go through a bad experience. Sure, that's fair. But I mean, I just don't like that, that, art, that specific argument. Right. You agree with the point, it's just a bad way to make it. Right. right. Because what you should be arguing is, well, I have a college degree, and if you make it free, 
you're going to make me essentially less educated according to the bell curve because mm-hmm. more people are going to get useless degrees yeah. because it's free and yeah, it, it makes yep. me less significant. So now I'm going to have to go get a master's degree to make myself stand out like I once did because right. I did the four years. Yep. And so it just, uh, dude, there's so many problems with it. Yeah. There it's, really is. It's a very, it's just a crappy idea. It, like it is the, a crappy of, of idea. having the free school or forgiving the student loans. And my biggest problem with the forgiving of the student loans is that all the guys like me who chose not to go to school, not to go to, go to college, yeah. who went into a, a skilled job. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me because I made a choice and arguably I'm, I, my job makes more starting than most like college degrees would provide a job for. From a fiscal sense, you've made right. a smart, a I, really smart decision. Exactly. And, and you know what the funny thing was? I saw this when I was in high school. I was like, it seems like everyone's just getting. Every, that's all the schools push is go to college, go to college, go to college. Did your teachers? But but everyone, I you know, I grew up in a in a family that had a lot of tradespeople in it, and like so, you know, I have uncles and and, and that's cool because mine didn't, and other relatives that have like trades yeah. or skilled jobs. And and not even when I say trades and skilled jobs, I don't just mean like an electrician. I mean some of them work like on a factory line, but yeah. they're a machinist. Yeah, you know, there's like when everyone thinks like welder when you say trade, mm-hmm. like as far as like more progressive people, right. that's, that's not what I mean. I mean, like having a practical skill set that does not yeah. require a four-year degree, yeah. and they they're doing okay. They have like a decent car, decent house, like yeah. everything's cool. You know, they they don't seem like they're hurting. Like, yeah, they're not Bill Gates, but there's only one Bill Gates, right? When you were so, in high school, did, did did the teachers ever go around and be like, ah, so what are you guys doing when you graduate? And like, you know, oh yeah, did, it was like a they had a whole program and like what you had to like fill out. We, we, that was part of our budget. And everybody wants to go to college, like yeah. everyone, yeah. Except no, maybe one or two people. That was part of our, like, we had, like, a budget class. How to, like, bounce a checkbook okay. and, like, stuff like that. It was, like, one semester. But that was part of it was, like, hey, what do you want to do when you graduate here? You got to think about your future. Everybody's like, I want to go to college. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, I don't even remember what I put. I think I put some kind of IT Like, guy. Uh, 50% of the people I think I graduated in high school with, uh, I don't think they ever finished or went to mm-hmm. begin with. Um, but, like, all of them said they wanted to. Yeah. No, everybody's like, well, I'm going to go for this. No, I I was one of the ones that said no. I you, knew. Really? I knew okay. it, that I said all these guys are pushing college degrees, but everyone I know that has a college degree, I know like four, like out of 10, I know four that are doing okay. This, yeah. The rest of them are like working at Barnes and Noble. So my family, but like out of the 10 guys I know that have a skill, all 10 of them are doing okay. Right. Except for maybe like the one guy who works at a factory that he just doesn't want to leave that place. I didn't have that. Reason. My uh, father was a pastor, mm-hmm. still is a pastor. And he went to a, a Christian college to get his bachelor's in, um, I, I forget the, the actual like theology or program, something. yeah, it, it was something to you know, so he could be hired as a pastor because that's what he felt like he needed to do. So, my father had a college education, and he went back for his master's in psychology to become mm. a therapist because being a preacher, I mean, you were a preacher for uh, like ten seconds. I mean, but yeah, but, but you <laughs> know <laughs> that uh, <laughs> pastors typically don't get paid very much at all, right? Like they're mostly most of the time they're poor. Yeah. Especially if they're the only ones that are working. Well, right? around here, yeah, yeah. When you get like mega churches, it's that's different. different. But yeah, but um, so he went back so he could be a therapist and have a, have a, a second skill. job. It's yeah. a skill, but it's it, but it's a skill. Yeah, it's a um, practical skill that's, but, that's wanted. But my point is, is I grew up around college education, and that's how you get your job. Mm-hmm. And so I go to school, and they teach the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because when like 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 those circles I was telling you about in class, and they're everybody's like, "Well, I want to go for this." Mm-hmm. It's like everybody wanted to either be a doctor, a cop, or a teacher, hmm. right? Like there was no, um, "Well, I want to go be a test driver at the automotive." 
transplant. Right. Like, like you know, the people that make the world actually go round. Right. I want to have a class everybody a wanted, and drive a truck. Pretty much everybody wanted to be a government worker. Yeah. And I'm not saying medical workers are government workers, but I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, it's very uh, heavily kind of subsidized by the government. It's pretty That's why healthcare costs are so high. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just... Uh, it's ironic. Yeah, it's it's well. That's what you're told. That's what you're taught. Because who yeah. are you being taught by? A government Call, worker. government workers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, which is funny because like on one hand they're like we don't get paid enough, but on the other hand they're like you should do what I did. Right. It's like you're not getting paid that much. Yeah. You know, uh, like even the trash guys making more money than you. Dude, right e- now. dude, I love my parents so much, um, but e- e- even the jobs that they would suggest, they'd be like, well, what about this? What about this? Mm-hmm. It was always something like uh, a cop. Or you know you know you know what I mean. It was like the things I mentioned a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was never a, I don't know, a producer of something. Right. You know, keeping could be a machinist. Right. right. Or uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, because that that work. Don't get me wrong. Like my job can be dirty. It can be hot. It can be cold. Like there's things about it that kind of suck. Yeah. But. But I'll you're not broke. You, I tell you right now, a I'm not broke, and b I love my freaking job. I used to work for the Department of Transportation here in Indiana, and like I had to drive a snowplow in the winter, and that that kind of sucked. But it was also kind of cool, like it, especially kind of neat. If it was like the first the first couple of times I, I did, I plowed, and it was like real wet, thick snow, and you get going real fast. You can actually the way those plows are shaped, you can get that snow like launched like twenty feet in the air. It's awesome. <laughs> we try to like hit light like power lines and stuff, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, so that was cool, but like I was working outside all the time. Like in the summer, you're out in the sun. In the winter, you're out in the cold. I loved it. I love. I literally enjoyed going to work. Mm-hmm. When I, my previous job, working for Walmart for eight years, the last couple years of it, I was. I didn't realize it. I actually read a thing. I don't know if it's true. I think I brought it up. But they're saying like if you're depressed, or you're like and just in a bad spot emotionally, mentally, you actually like have memory loss and your brain becomes like physically damaged if you're in that state for a long period of time i really have, i have very very few memories of my kids when they were in that age when i was working there like i just straight up don't remember things about him my son luke that i took home with me uh-huh. i don't remember him being a baby like i, I can't remember i can't picture it in my mind That's right right now i'm trying to like like the, the early probably the earliest memory i have of him is when, <laughs> when i threw him up to like play with him and there was a light like a light fixture right above me and mm-hmm. I hit his head like right on it. Oh, That's man. probably one of the earliest and he was like three. I don't remember like the first three years of his life. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it is. I, my oldest son, I don't remember a lot of his life. And so that's like one of the arguments for free college. Right. Is, well, people don't deserve to have that life. Right. And so they're, they're, therefore they should be able to have the opportunity to go to school. And Sure. I My way out <laughs> of that though wasn't to go to school. Yeah. Because I... It, my, my whole plan graduating high school uh, was, well, I have a good work ethic mm. and like I can learn things. Yeah. But I didn't like what I what I failed to do was factor in. OK, well, I got to find somebody who's willing to take the chance on me. They're taking a risk as a business owner to train me in a skill. Because yeah. there is there is nothing in this world as far as a job, except, except for maybe like like high level medical things or engineering things that you can't just learn on the job right so there's, obviously there's very few things obviously doctors right you're saying you know yeah like i wouldn't learn a brain surgeon who just learned who's learning on the correct job. you know there's obviously a there's yeah. some things that are very highly skilled but those are also the people who go to school for like 12 years right uh, we're talking like four-year degree people here you're your average citizen there's nothing that you can't just learn how to do or you might already just be good at it right. like how many musicians are huge right now in the world of music that didn't go to some kind of school for music. 
Yeah. They just do it in their basement. Like there are so many opportunities. I think, I think the biggest problem we're having, not the biggest, but a big factor in a problem with the education system is we, the definition of what an education means has not changed with the times. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. There, yeah. I have a friend I went through AIT with and he lived in Hawaii. I think he's Filipino. And he said, I live in, I was talking to him one day about what he did for a living. Cause he, he was mm-hmm. a real quiet guy. I didn't talk a lot. And he says, Oh, I'm a, I'm a mechanic. I was like, Oh really? He goes, yeah. I said, were you, you from Hawaii? He goes, yep. He said, I have my own shop. I was like, really? And I'm thinking like guy works out of his garage. And yeah. he goes, well, I have a couple shops. Oh, I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I have, I have two shops. But one's almost done being built. It should be done before I get home from AIT. And I'm like, why are you here? Right. And uh, I can't remember. Why, I don't, honestly, I can't remember why he said he was there. It was like some kind of like innocuous reason. He was he was joining the army to be a mechanic, a generator mechanic, or the National Guard, I should say, the Hawaii National Guard. And what he did was he saw that people getting oil changes in Hawaii was extremely expensive. So hmm. he so he needed an oil change one day. He had a ve- he finally got a vehicle. He was you know working some kind of like menial job, and then he he realized oh, I need an oil change. And he went to go get it done and it was exorbitantly expensive. And he goes, I wonder if I can just do this myself. So what do you do? He gets on YouTube. Mind you, this is like 2014. Okay. 2012, 2014, somewhere in that area. So he gets on YouTube and he's like, I can do this. This is easy. Why, why would I pay? He, he was saying like, here we can get it oil changed for like, you know, 20 bucks, 25 right. bucks, something like that. And they do a whole bunch of other stuff. He said there it was like $70. Where is this at? Hawaii? In Hawaii. Said? Yeah. Hawaii is expensive. Yes. And he's like, I can do this. So he started doing his own oil changes. Well, then his neighbor saw him doing it. And they're like, well, you know how to do that? Because it turns out there's not a lot of people in Hawaii that know how to do that. Really? Yeah. Or any mechanic work. There's like they're a, like, the, I don't want to spend 70 bucks. Right. And he's like, yeah, I can do it for 50 bucks or 20, you know, 30 bucks. Sure, or, yeah, you know, yeah. So then he had that neighbor. Well, then that neighbor recommended somebody else. And next thing you know, this guy has like kind of a small business in his front yard doing oil changes and like minor mechanic work. And he said, yeah, I started out doing that. Well, then someone needed brakes done. So I'm like, well, they got that on you. They got oil changes on YouTube. They got brakes. Sure enough, they got how to do brakes on YouTube. Wow. And he literally learned how to fix cars on YouTube. And now he owns three shops and has like a staff of like 15 people. Jeez. And I think he was, I think what, I want to say he was going, he joined up to get college money to get a business degree because mm. he wanted to learn how to, he thought he needed a degree to run a business better, which to me was kind of ironic because you're already clear doing it pretty good for yourself with the mechanic thing. Right. Like I'm sure it's a little different, like as far as like running a business, but he had like two and a half, three businesses in Hawaii that were right. doing really well. And he learned it all on YouTube. And like, you know, here in, here where we live, like everyone knows how to do, not everyone, but most people know how to do mm-hmm. their work. Mm-hmm. So like my neighbor actually saw me uh, changing a part on my car, on my intake system. And he goes, he, he, he gets online and a couple of days later he walks out and hands you this little patch and it says YouTube certified mechanic. Yeah, it's awesome. kind of, it's a joke, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you learn on YouTube. Okay. You're not a real mechanic. This dude owns three shops. I think he's a real mechanic. Yeah. And he's like successful at it. That's cool, man. You know? So what do you think the solution is then? Well, I, to, so to I guess to, to bring that whole, I have my idea. That whole anecdote to a point is employ. I think employers and you can't legislate this. Right. I think employers need to start realizing that just because someone has a degree doesn't mean they're better than someone who doesn't. They might be. They might have a general better educated, like mind of education. I guess, like they're you know just obviously educated people tend to be like more critical thinking or, uh, you know, have a 
different grasp on different things. You can, you can make those arguments. But that being said, there could be a guy who does not have a four-year degree who is a better critical thinker, a better at the job, more skilled at the task, you know, more, more uh, easily taught. So there could be a whole list of things. Like just because someone has a certificate that they paid an exorbitant fee for to say, hey, this person can do this. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're going to be a better employee than so someone So you think the it. solution is should be um, employers having different expectations yes. as far as uh, yeah. hiring people? I Literally, or I guess the, the simple way you can put it is don't require a four-year degree. Okay. Take the four-year degree solution. Take the four-year degree into consideration. And like mm-hmm. I said, obviously, I wouldn't want to legislate this. Right. I don't even know if you could. Yeah, because then you're, yeah, you're treading in some muddy waters. Right, exactly. But I'm saying like... That's that's the cultural shift that ha- I think needs to take place is employers need to realize a four-year degree does not unequivocally mean a better employee. Again, if, if you're looking at two employees and one of them has a four-year degree and a bunch of other qualifications, probably going to take that one. Yeah. But... Depending on what it is, yeah. Right, exactly. And of course, there's like if some kind of like testing mechanism mm-hmm. you could put into place, you know, something like that where there's more competition, you give the guy that can't afford the four-year degree. I mean, tell me how if you have... You know, someone from like my family who doesn't come from money, you know, no one in my family has a college education uh, and like my, you know, my direct family. And then you take someone else who does and they have, we're trying to apply for the same job. Tell me if you're not, you're not going to have, allow people from lower incomes to break out of that poverty Mm -hmm. because there's now fair competition because there's not a four-year degree required for that job. Yeah. But they can do the job. So you know what we could legislate? What? So, so most universities are subsidized by the government. Mm-hmm. Like, for the listeners that, that don't know, the government funds co- colleges because for the student loans, and they they guarantee the student well, loans. They guarantee student loans, and they give colleges grants, grant money, yeah. like like yeah. state or in federal money, taxpayer okay? money. So, I think any college that takes any type of uh, tax money for anything, mm-hmm. whether it's for like upgrades or whatever. They should be um, held to this legal standard, and this legal standard, in my opinion, should be to not hold students um, accountable to take classes that have nothing to do with their um, their, uh, their skill. Their skill, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've so said this going for to, years. If you're going to go to a college and get a business degree, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be um, held responsible to find a. Uh, an art class and a right. Spanish class, right? And, you know, unless it's specifically for that program, and you know, and the college can right. prove that the job needs it. Yeah. But I do, I truly believe that you can legislate people out of this issue of owing fifty grand a year for college, right. and yeah. that's because you'll limit the amount of coursework they need to, right. to accomplish that. So it's like, all right, thing. Purdue University is just just up the road. Mm-hmm. They take state money all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Former governor is one of their like yeah. CEOs or something. He's a president. He's a president now. Yeah. Um, if you're going to take this money, you can't extort students. That's what it, what it is. Is what it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and and I don't understand why the government can't do that. Yeah. Or well, they can. I don't understand why they won't because that would solve literally, Steve. That would solve all the problems right here because that's they solve the majority. That of would them. solve the majority of the problems. It, it would at the very, very, very least reduce the cost of going to college, which, which is the big problem and the because, time because people let's say um let's use a. I don't know. Let's let's use a therapist for for an example, right? You go get a four year degree in psychology. You're gonna be a therapist, um, and you're making like what sixty grand a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they don't make tons of money unless they have like other licenses and Mm -hmm. self self practice, whatever, uh, or independent practice. I don't know what the terms are, but um, 
but then but now they owe a six hundred dollar a month uh, student loan fee. Mm-hmm. I don't know who doesn't know this, but a sixty grand a year job pays you biweekly like seventeen hundred dollars biweekly after taxes. Yep, sixteen seventeen hundred dollars. Okay, so minus your uh, mortgage, which is what could be like eleven hundred dollars. Yep, houses aren't cheap right now. Yep, plus car, you know, all, all these things add up, and then the last thing that comes up is the student loan payment. Mm-hmm. That's expensive. Yep. And I, I truly believe those student loan payments could be cut by like 80%. Probably. If you just cut the coursework. Yep. Because with my job I have now, I had to go through a certificate course through mm-hmm. Purdue. Okay. I, I don't have a, bachelor, a bachelor's degree, but it's because literally I took, was it like a month or two months of mm-hmm. just sole, right. my uh, sole job course. Like it, it, there was nothing, uh, there was nothing else. There was no pork you know what i mean yep. like there's no extra fluff absolutely yep. and it was just that every single that you day. were by the way you weren't that you were not required to take to get your certificate which is what is these elective right. classes are yeah it, it was just a sole purpose class and took a, took like a month or two mm-hmm. and that was it yeah and now i have a certificate i have two certificates one from ivy tech one from purdue mm-hmm. and um yeah it's for my job and yeah and i'm glad you brought that up. i i don't like thought about this for years i've been saying this when I was like, when I was in high school and I was kind of playing with the idea of like, hey, what mm-hmm. would I go to school for? And then I started looking at like the prerequisites for different things. And and there's all like these extra, like you said, like port classes. And I'm like, why do I need like algebra four if I want to go learn how to do this thing? You know, it's that's not real related to what I want to do. Right. You know, if if math is required for your job and you and there's like that extra math class. Oh, that makes sense. It's it's going to build up towards your overall ability to perform that job. Right. But why would I have to take music appreciation if I'm going to be an engineer, like a structural engineer? Right. If I this is and there's the other flip side of this, you could actually create a or whole Spanish. extra, or exactly a language, yeah. a whole other market. Because I was because I, uh, I when I was overseas, I I got like the Duolingo app and I started learning German. And I can kind of speak German at like a very like kindergarten or less level. That's still like, pretty good. I can if you if, can communicate. If I'm if I'm reading through something, I can make out some of the word, like some of the sentences. That's why I'm with it's, Spanish. It's almost enough to like get an idea what they're trying to say. I did that on my own time, but then I thought about it. I'm like, why can't I, as an adult, go? In, there's a community college uh, in Illinois. Why, mm-hmm. why why can't I go over there and just take a German course? Why isn't that available? Or if I want to learn Spanish, why can't I just go take a Spanish I, course? I think stuff like that is available. Maybe I don't know. I've never done well, it. Well, I have no idea. But I'm saying like that's what I'm. That's what I was like, kind of. Why thinking isn't about it was, normal? Right. Why or isn't if, it like, more normal? If there was a a thing I wanted to learn, as far as like a language or like maybe, you know, I want to learn how to. I want to take a music class. Like I'm a musician, yeah. and if I wanted to like further my musical ability, but I don't want to go to college for a musical degree. But I wanted to like join a thing that was like, here's how you can get better at music. Why can't I do that? Now, yeah. obviously, there's like you can take private singing lessons, or you can, yeah. You know, there's 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 there are some options, uh, but if I wanted to get better at like really good at music, I have to take like a whole long course and go to like a theater thing mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, there's it's it's a lot more limited to what my options are because these universities and these schools do require all these extra things. Yeah. Not to mention the four-year commitment of being there every to single get a bachelor's. Day. Yeah. I have kids, you know, like that. It, but the other thing is too, to your point, if you eliminated these port classes, you know, who's the classic victim in every scenario economically? Single mothers, right? Yeah, right. That's 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 always like they're the worst case scenario. When I say that, I because mean because like, being a single mother sucks. Exactly. That's it what I, that's what I mean. It's like it's it's the worst position to be in. It is. Uh, 
Or a single father too, but generally yeah. single mothers because the fathers don't get the kids for whatever right, reason. Right, right, right. But you could you could throw single fathers into this thing too. Single parents. If a single parent exactly could go to a school and get a certificate for of some kind for a skill, whatever it is, it would be instead of a four year right. every day Monday through Friday commitment, so fifty thousand dollars a year. It could be two thousand dollars and it'd be two months. Yeah. Because if, if you go get a bachelor's degree, let's say one 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 class that you take mm-hmm. is like an hour or two a day. I don't know how long they are. Right. And it takes you a year to, to complete that class. You know, you could do that class eight hours a day, mm-hmm. five days a week and finish that class in a month or two, yep. which is what I did to get those two certificates that I have. Yep. And uh, yeah. And if these schools are going to take tax money, they should be legislated and required to uh, not extort students. And I think that would be the solution. Yeah. So one uh, final thing before we finish up, I wanted to read, uh, we've kind of been trying to do an amendment each time. Uh, I want to read the Sixth Amendment here. Uh, this is the text as written. Uh, the Sixth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. In all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature of the cause of the accusation, to be confronted with the witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense. So essentially this is, the short version of this is the right to speedy trial, speedy and fair trial. Yep. Uh, and a right and, to a lawyer, and a right to know who your yeah, accusers and, and, are. And as you know, we, we were talking before we started recording, I after I read this and I was kind of thinking about it and you know looking into it, I said... This is kind of a really deeply unsung, important amendment. It is. Like, you know, the the, the, the 25th Amendment where, like, the vice president becomes the acting president. Like, mm-hmm. eh, okay. You know, you, we could figure it out. We don't need to have someone that running it forever. Um, but this one, this is, like, so when the whole, the whole uh, controversy with, like, the vans coming up in Portland and hauling people off. Oh, yeah. If, if this, this, this is what was violated in theory. Unless, if they don't have their rights read, there's a whole pro- legal process to being accused of a crime. This is basically the you know due process. Yeah. And how deeply important this is to our society to maintain itself. The day that your government can just scoop you off the street and send you off to a gulag, no questions asked, no trial, is the day that our society ends as we know it. Yeah. That's simple as that. Like this is. You know, I had never read the text of this before. I'd heard the phrase a fair trial, speedy trial, you know, a jury of your peers is another term used. Uh, but this, like, this really makes it important. You know, think about the time this was written, you know, prior, just post to the revolution, where they had a king that they're trying to petition, mm-hmm. and then he was trying to hold people accountable for crimes that he claimed they committed. There's, they have no way to defend themselves. You can't defend yourself against a king. I mean, you can't, they did, obviously, but. Did you ever uh, watch the John Adams uh, show from HBO? Uh, is that had the? Uh, I think I did. I can't remember the actor's name. It's a really good show. Uh, um, it just it, this reminds me of that because was it the one where he when he goes to see the king after the war and he like talks to the to the throne and he's like he does like the bows and he and he he gives his speech. To oh, the I don't throne, know about that. Not knowing this the is king like the first episode right and oh, okay. the reason I bring it up is because uh, the uh, Boston Ma- massacre. Mm-hmm. You know where the British soldiers soldiers shot the civilians. Okay, so those British soldiers. Um, obviously had the right to a, a lawyer mm-hmm. and the, the lawyer was John Adams. Yeah. Who, Little known who fact. was Samuel Adams. I believe it what was it, his cousin, his cousin. His yeah. cousin. Yep. And so uh, Samuel Adams, the leader of the uh, sons of Liberty, sons of Liberty. He's obviously very far to the side of 
well, we're going to kill all the red coats and mm-hmm. be our own country. And so here John Adams is defending the British soldiers. And I believe he got the British soldiers acquitted of the crime. He got most of them acquitted. I think murder. one of them was like branded. Something like, yeah, something yeah, like it that. Was, it was significant. They wanted them all killed. Yeah, they were going to be like, like the locals. Hung. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so John Adams saved uh, their lives. Yeah. Which you could argue is they shouldn't have been saved. But you know what? It's just, uh, it reminds me of that. And uh, I think you should watch that. Yeah, you guys yeah, should watch that it, show. It's I, a really I believe good it's show. the same show that I, uh, it's a mini series. So yeah, I think I've seen it. I can't remember the name of the actor. I got him his head in my face, but where he basically, I, I'm not going to quote it exactly, but he essentially says to Sam Adams because because historically Sam was like, "What are you doing?" Said, you know, oh yeah, he was like, really "What's mad. going on? You're how dare you?" Yeah, he said, "Look, we have laws in place. We yes. need to follow them. We have rules that we've established. We're a civilized society because at the time they were British citizens, right? You know." Granted, Americans obviously had a very self, you know, independent mindset. Rebellious is the is a heritage. I I think initially it started out as we're just different from the the regular British. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Like I think uh, when I think of Hawaiians as Americans, it's there's there's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. I'm not to say that they're less important. Right. But there's just there's just a distinction there because they're they're from they're not from the mainland. I guess. Yeah. Same thing could be said for Alaskans. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're kind of easily forgotten. Well, they're about. all weird anyway. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'd love to actually move to a lot, not live there, but to visit it. I've heard people that live there love it. Oh, yeah. Why I wouldn't you? got to be a special kind of person. Like, I kind of like the whole, like, wilderness thing, yeah. too. Like, I don't really know how it is up there, but, but anyway, like, you know, he looked, mm-hmm. he, he knew how important it was to follow the rule of law. And, and, and to think about, put yourself in his position. Think about it now. If, you know, let's say worst case scenario, doomsday, like we talked about, where, you know, the AOC was willing to make a list of Trump supporters. Yeah. How important due process is in that case? Did you actually break a law? Did you do something to violate the Constitution? Right. And so when you say due due process, what that includes is, I mean, this isn't just limited limited to this, mm-hmm. but it includes knowing the nature of your charges and seeing the evidence provided against you. Yes. So yes. that 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 right there is probably my favorite part of mm-hmm. it because you get to see... Not not only do you get to see what you're being charged of, but okay, here is the uh, the evidence. I mean, that's yeah. Here here's why we think you're guilty, right? And it's like it gives you an opportunity to disprove it, I guess, or have it all yeah, the yes, counter yes. evidence. Yes. Now, obviously, this comes with problems, but yeah. but it's it's due process. It's pretty good. Like nothing's perfect. There's no perfect government. There's no perfect law. It's the most perfect imperfect it's, system. It's, it's pretty dang close. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of cool to end yeah. with. Kind of a nice little something, something about the Constitution. Good show. So. Sorry we uh, messed up last week. No, there was some illness. And, uh, yeah, I got sick. I don't know. I just it ain't the couldn't really though. do it. Yeah, Steve doesn't have the corona. So we're good. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you guys uh, next week. See ya.